0: What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing. A night out with the fellas. With your Premise Perks Checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right.
1: Primus is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.
0: You're listening to a very special episode of The Big Bark, the podcast that brings you the latest news from the canine world. I'm your host, Darrell Burke, and each episode I meet with professionals from across the canine industry, from pet shop owners to groomers, behaviour specialists and vets. Along the way, we catch up with dog owners to find out more about those special bonds that make a dog man's best friend. I'm joined in our Bark Mad studio each episode by my amazing dogs, Bruno and Millie. But really do show that dogs can make your lives whole. We're bringing you a really special episode today under lockdown due to COVID-19 where we chat to you about the latest restrictions in place and how they affect you as a dog owner and how they affect your dog. We talk about the latest advice offered by the World Health Organisation and the Irish Government and we're going to give you some tips of how you can entertain your pooch during a time when their routine has been totally upset I'm going to tell you how your dog can be beneficial to your mental health also joining me a bit later on is our special guest dr tim corby from petbond.ie who will be here to offer the latest veterinary advice for pet owners so come on now guys and let's get the show started Well, this is certainly a a first uh, doing a podcast for me uh, under lockdown. Uh, as I said at the start out, I'm Darren Burke. I'm a host. I bring you the Big Bark regularly enough, and uh, not as regularly as I like lately. But I suppose in these challenging times, it's um it, it's difficult really to kind of get into a regular pattern again. Um, myself. I've been working from home for the last nearly three weeks, I suppose, at this stage now with my with my day job and it's starting to feel a bit um I suppose it's a bit isolating at times. Well look that being said, we have a pretty packed show today. Um of course let me introduce my canine and co hosts who are gonna be no good right now at the moment because Millie is down asleep right here and I have if I can get the, the camera to turn, we out knocking everything. I've all sound asleep down there. And do you know what? They haven't even had their walk today yet. So I don't know why they're so tired. It's, uh, it, it, it's quite um, unusual that they this tired so, so early. Anyway, uh, enough waffling there. Okay, so today I want to talk to you. Obviously everyone knows by now about coronavirus, COVID-19. It's um it's a scary time. It's an I it's a word now our decision I hate using, but it's an unprecedented time. We've never in our lifetime seen anything like this before. And it's I suppose changed how we all live. It's literally changed absolutely everything for so many people. What I'm gonna go through a bit in today's uh, show is I'm gonna talk a bit about how dogs have a positive impact on your mental health and how that can be great to actually help you get through this and hopefully that they'll bring you some comfort uh, particularly for some of our seniors who are listening in and who may, as a result of the uh, lockdown uh, last week announced by your teacher, uh Leo Radker, that... A lot of our older age people are now cocooning. And for those people, dog or cat or whatever kind of pet they have is wonderful for their mental health at this time. It's so great to actually have that companionship because the loneliness that not just us, I suppose, our senior citizens are feeling, but as a whole, the loneliness that everybody is feeling. From this lockdown it's um it's it's definitely it's new it's um and i suppose for me i'm sorry now i'm don't mean to be distracted here i just would like to get this actually shared out on as many platforms as i can but it's a bit Oh, bear with me i'm sorry now i thought I was more prepared to this um okay so look let's get back to it anyway uh for now what i want to talk about first is obviously start off with the mental health side of things so for a lot of us our dogs and as the phrase goes our dogs are our best friend uh for me definitely the case of the last dog i had which was uh coco who if any of my friends who are listening in here would remember coco and myself were i suppose absolutely inseparable it was it was like we were she was like my little mini me um so yeah i i i guess like for me i've had dogs for a lot of my life and there's just this bond that i that I feel with my dogs, and I suppose many others out there there's many other people out there who would actually agree with this too um now dogs it has been proven that pet owners are less likely to suffer from depression than those without pets these uh, this has been proven by many a story it can help to reduce. Your blood pressure. In stressful situations. Playing with a dog. Or playing with a cat for example. Can elevate levels of serotonin. And dopamine. Which calm and relax you. And these are all coming. From. Various scientific studies. Down through the years. Pet owners. Are actually likely. To have lower cholesterol. And I suppose this is because. You get out. You get active with your pet. So, in a case where you have your dog, you get to go off walking your dog, and many people like will walk the dog because obviously it's it's great for the dog to get out too. Uh, so in general, people who have pets can experience fantastic health benefits. And here's an interesting fact: pet owners over the age of sixty-five. Make thirty percent fewer visits to their doctors than those without pets. So it's a little quote that I love here: They motivate us to play, be affectionate, seek adventure, and be loyal. This is what dogs do for us. I think dogs are what they make us a better person. And well, that's just well, obviously, that's what we need in this day and age. We need to be better people we need to step up to the mark and we need to start caring about us and i suppose start actually start caring about humanity because for a long time before this crisis i think people took things for granted and let me just see okay i don't know what happened i'm not really sure my mic disappeared for a moment there. Um, but yeah, so it's, like I said, it's all new. This, this live part. But what I want to do is I want to bring in uh, Dr. Tim Kirby from Pepon.ie. Tim is going to talk for roughly 15 minutes about the advice that he gives as a vet. He will touch on mental health. He will touch on like how good it is to have a dog at this time. And after that then we're going to come back. And we're going to talk a bit about the latest advice. How to actually stay active with your dog. Given the 2K km this, And we're going to touch on a few fun things to do with your dog. In the lockdown stages as well. So let me on that note. Bring in the audio clip from Tim here. Tim actually joined me last night. And... Uh, over, over over, call and we'll just well look, we'll see what Tim has to say okay, On I.E. Tim has been on with us a number of times before and Tim it's great to have you on again, I wish it was um, in better times to be honest
1: Absolutely Darry delighted to be on again and to all your listeners, certainly strange times, not just for humans Darry but for pets as well So I'm sure we'll go through some of those topics tonight. Absolutely.
0: And how have you you all been doing? um, You're you're still operating. uh, What kind of restrictions are there for you at the moment?
1: Well, for general veterinary practice, we have a lot of restrictions in Dara at the moment. So we're working from guidelines that the government are issuing periodically as well. So the general take-home message for the public regarding veterinary practice is... Mm -hmm to only come for real emergencies. So most routine work has been cancelled, like uh, standard vaccinations, neutering, routine dental treatments, all that has been put on hold for the moment. So the specific treatments are all emergency related. So for the actual pet bond side of things, we've never seen such a huge demand for pets, which put me thinking as well, you know is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing, or is it somewhere in between? and I suppose the way I look at it really is we gotta make sure that it's not just another Christmas boon for pets where if we get the coronavirus issue resolved that people decide then well, you know it's just like Christmas we're back to work, so what are we gonna do with this pet? So we just have to look out for those pitfalls and make sure that any pets we do find homes for are there for the long term really and I think once we do that, we've pretty much given a good service.
0: Absolutely. And I think on the other side of that too, what you're seeing a lot, not just in Ireland, but around the world, you're seeing a lot of pets actually being abandoned because people who are worried they might get the virus or people, especially from the early days when they started in China, people have been worried their pets could actually transmit the virus.
1: You're absolutely right, Derek. And we have seen huge number of pets surrendered in, in different countries. And we're actually having some reports of it here in Ireland as well. So we're not immune to hysteria and false information that's coming across, particularly social media is one of the main perpetrators um, of the false news. And I think it's very important for all your listeners tonight, Derek, that we're just very, very clear on this. Okay. There is no risk of pets to humans that's going directly from the World Health Organization scientific guidelines as of today and always through this coronavirus um, episode. So that has never been an issue, but just to reiterate that. Now, the whole concern for pets came from the initial case in China. It was actually in Hong Kong, I should say, where there was a 17-year-old Pomeranian who developed an illness. Now, the standard approach in Hong Kong at the time, was that any person that had coronavirus, the we call it the Department of Agriculture, is essentially what it was in Hong Kong, took all the pets into quarantine from those people. So your pets of all different ages, sizes, breeds, quarantine in one facility, which in itself is bad enough and stressful for any pet. So this one individual Pomeranian with serious underlying health conditions was put into that quarantine and stressed out, and obviously that put a lot of stress on the poor little dog and its its organs and its various systems as well but they sampled it six times and five times it came back as being clear and then on the sixth time there was a very 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 trace amount of genetic material that resembled a coronavirus particle so it was no way implicated in the death of that pomeranian as well so the the world health organization again is saying there's no risk of transmission of coronavirus from humans to pets. So I'd like to emphasize that as well. And if something changes there, we will, of course, bring it to our website. We'll discuss it with yourself as well and all the reputable podcasts out there just to reinforce that message. So we will keep people up to date should anything different emerge.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's great to hear. And for any of our listeners, uh, that website is pepon.ie. Is that correct,
1: that's correct, Barrett. We're there um, 24-7. We're also on social media. So any queries, just give us a shout and one of the team will get back to you straight away. Absolutely. And Tim, I think as well for a lot of people
0: who are currently in, I know the teacher said last week he doesn't want to actually call this a lockdown, but effectively it's it's what it is. And I know you discussed last night on your, on your live stream that... Like obviously keep it in the two kilometer radius, but for a lot of people, that that might that might mean, I suppose even for our dogs, restricting the length of time they can actually walk our dogs, and it means that like for dogs, uh, the, the physical exercise they're getting is a lot less than what they would normally be used to. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that that's true, Dara. And I think in particular for people that are actually confirmed themselves with coronavirus. So they're in this dilemma, you know, what do I do with my dog? So the government's telling me not to go outside, but my dog is telling me that it wants to go outside. And normally I would go outside together with my dog. So that's a very unusual scenario. It's a very unique situation for somebody to be in, but there are people in it and they are pet owners as well. So the advice I would give to anyone, um, a healthy person, shall we say at the moment, that wants to bring their pet out, do bring your pet out for its normal walks that's very very important for for your pet and also for yourself as well both physically and mentally but if you are going out with your pet restrict the amount of time it is off lead because if you let it off leash and it runs around and you have to go back and, and retrieve it and it's near somebody else that's carrying coronavirus that's a risk to you it's not going to be a risk to your pet per se so for your own health it's a good idea And then the second scenario is for somebody that actually has coronavirus themselves. What I would say is if you are in self-isolation as a result of being confirmed with coronavirus, the best thing you could do is to actually walk your pet around your house, around if you have a garden, if you have a close facility where you can do it. Brilliant. Okay. What I wouldn't advise doing is encouraging people to get strangers to come in and to take the dog out for walks because you're increasing the risk of exposure to that person as well. So it's a very, very fine balance. There are different ways that you could kind of work around it. So you minimize the spread. If you've got somebody else in the household that could do it, walk the dog that traditionally mightn't do it, that's even less risk to the public again, because they're in your close proximity and you're lessening the risk of spread to the community. Because what we all have to do is we have to minimize the risk of spread in the wider community and that's first and foremost
0: absolutely and here at the big Back, we would also encourage everyone as would you attempt to follow the uh now what has been i suppose rephrased as physical distancing guidelines because previously it's been called social distancing and now it's it, you you need to keep that two meters apart and I've been walking like I'm lucky enough to live out the countryside. I ha- I live on a quiet road where I can walk the dogs up and down the road, and it's roughly about one half kilometres down to the end of my road. So it's it's lucky that they can get out for that as well. A lot of hills they don't really like that, but it's um it, it's still good for them. But I mean I mean a lot more my neighbours now than I previously would have seen around. But again, it's still it's important to remember like the the two metre rule as well.
1: Absolutely, we would we absolutely, dare We would advocate that as well. And again, it's more for the human safety because, as we've said, there isn't any risk for the pet's health, and the pet won't pose any risk to you. So that's why do maintain that distance is very, very important. Absolutely, Tim. And Tim, would what other advice would you give? I,
0: I obviously like in this time, like dogs. You are on our mental health uh, week special there on number of back, back in October. And you spoke about the importance of how like how a dog is so important for your mental health. And especially in this time in like this really difficult time for people, a lot of particularly older people who would have like pets who are completely alone in this and who over seventies, for example, who have been told to effectively cocoon themselves and come, don't go outside at all. Like pets will have a huge uh impact on their on their mental health at this time. Like it'll definitely help them having a, having a dog or a cat or any animal around them.
1: Absolutely, Darren. And, you know, we're a pet bond, we're quite active with some organizations, particularly in the US, where we help them measure actual scientific data that quantifies and shows the positive benefits of, of pets. So it's not this kind of arbitrary quantum theory does it exist, does it not exist? It's actually hard science that we can measure. And what we do know is basic, simple little techniques such as stroking a cat or showing affection to a dog or receiving affection such as little licks from a dog back. That What that does in our brain is that it actually releases very, very positive chemicals such as dopamine, oxytocin. And they're the really, really good hormones that flush out the bad cortisol and the bad adrenaline and all the stress hormones. It gets rid of those from our body. And what it does, it reduces our blood pressure, it reduces our heart rate, and it just makes us happier people. And as you rightly say, for a lot of people that are self-isolating, a lot of elderly people as well, that just that physical interaction, the bonding they're having with their pets at the moment is giving them that relief that they need, both physically and particularly mentally as well. And What I would say is we're receiving a lot of queries from people um, regarding how to entertain their pets because some of them are spending a bit more time and the pets aren't actually used to that as well because they have a set routine where they might go to work or one person is at work and the other person is around. Whereas now the pet is here with two people in the house or more and they're deciding, okay, well, what do I do at this hour of the day? So their routine is upset. So simple little techniques, interactive techniques with your pet, such as little interactive toys like play some tug-of-war, use some mats and hide some food in it, just get a kong, fill it up with some treats, you know, hide the food around the house, make the dog work a little bit harder as well. They're all good techniques that will get you moving about. They get your pet entertained as well, and they mentally engage your pet, which is, is important as well to realize at this time.
0: Tim and Tim I think uh, have you any other advice what would be your one most important piece of advice for people during this time with our pets
1: I'd say at this point in time is to try and stick to a routine for your pet as best you can so you might be at home more than you were but don't try and disrupt the pets routine because there are creatures of habit just like humans when we have a set routine it has a lot of positive and beneficial effects for us So try and stick to your pet's routine as best you can. That would be the the main take-home message. And the other take-home message is for anyone that's considering getting a pet, either for the first time or getting another pet, just have another step back and say, what am I going to do if things normalize in three months with this coronavirus? Will I still be able to look after that pet?
0: Okay, and Tim, that was absolutely
1: fantastic information once again from you.
0: And hopefully, I, I, like I wish you and all the team at Pepon and at your practice the very best. And let's hope that we all get through this. And hopefully people will stick to the social distancing guidelines are there. We are seeing that the, I suppose, the worst case scenario that, we, that was previously thought start of 15,000 cases they're now looking at revising that they're saying that it doesn't look like it'll be as bad so it definitely looks like these guidelines that have been enforced are working I'm definitely seeing it like when I go to collect my dog from, from work there's nobody on the roads yeah. and it's like it's definitely like even the M50 the other morning I saw an image on RTE the M50 at Russia was completely empty so I suppose it it, it shows that it's working and it shows that people are actually listening
1: I hope so, are Like, a lot of people as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of people looking to get pets, but with people, they're saying, okay, for rescue, you know, staffing is a big issue at the moment. So we got the huge demand. Um, we're trying to go through it to see the ones that are genuine and that will keep it. But then, you know, trying to arrange visits and greetings and, you know, home checks. And you've got breeders then that want to get certificates for pedigree dogs. They can't get those. They can't go to see the pets. I mean, it's a... It's just all up in the air at the moment, the whole thing. Um, so just, you know, you've got litters of puppies that probably should be leaving their mothers and they're not doing it at the right time. And you're thinking, you know, what are the implications of those things? So we're trying to, we've a lot coming in from the public on those that, that we're trying to manage as, as best we can. But you sure, look, you know, in the grand scheme, we just have to keep going. And um, just hopefully the thing sorts itself out as, as, as soon as possible, really, you know.
0: Yeah, oh, and hopefully it will, Tim. And listen, Tim, thanks once again for joining me. Hey, Tim Harvey hi. from PyPon.ie, a pleasure as always. And we hope to have you on again later in the year when hopefully all this is over and done with. And Tim, just up my team. Stay safe. Thanks, Sarah Take care. Take care. All the best. Bye, I did it for my son.
1: I did it for my neighbor.
0: When I filled my son's prescription, my pharmacist told me that accidents can happen. He provided me with Narcan.
1: I had to be prepared for me and the people around me. Be
0: the one when it counts. Ask for Narcan nasal spray, naloxone hydrochloride. Learn more at Narcan.com, sponsored by Emergent BioSolutions. When you shop at a Walmart vision center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. So once uh once again as always that was great information from tim uh tim if you're listening which i i, I do hope you are uh thanks once again for joining me and thanks for taking the time to take my call last night i know that in this time especially for vet practices and for Pepon, it's a very busy time and it's very i suppose for not just Pep Bomb but for all pet business for all businesses out there it's a very very stressful time too uh luckily i suppose for pet owners pet shops are considered an essential service and i do see many of the of the uh big bigger stores like maxi zoo for example uh pet stop and pet stop discount warehouse and ennis are all still open these are ones i would frequent myself and i would actually like to applaud the staff in these pet shops and in like all the other stores that are still open and of course all the frontline workers who are still there i think they deserve our applause and i our recognition for everything that i do done for people um this is, I suppose, again using that word, unprecedented, but it's also now the new normal, is what it seems to be. Now, I'm going to move on, and as Tim said, uh, like we talked about mental health earlier on, and now I'd like to, I suppose, talk about uh, some of the, well, obviously the latest restrictions there are there. So, the restrictions which were announced last Saturday night which actually came as a surprise to most people mean now that for recreational and leisure purposes you are not allowed to leave more than 2 kilometres from your home so you have there is a 2 kilometre radius that you are allowed to go out for a walk or in dog owners cases take the take your dogs for a walk now for our dogs, a lot small dogs, two kilometres is grand. It will be two kilometres down the road and maybe two kilometres back. So it's important to still get your dogs out for, for the walks as much as you can. Um for me, as I said to Tim, I'm lucky to live in the country, I'm lucky to live on a on a quiet road. I'm not gonna give out my address, but I'm lucky to live on a very quiet country road and I can walk the dogs down the road now they're not overly happy about their times because two kilometers on our road involves a number of hills and well for poor millie millie doesn't really like our hills and <laughs> to be honest i don't think Bruno does either but it's it's good that we can still get out for people living in city areas or even suburbs where there's a park if it's within two kilometers of your house Assuming that you do have not tested positive for COVID nineteen, by all means, do go within that two kilometers. Do take your dog out for a walk. Your like your dogs still need a routine, as Tim said there. That routine would involve like going for their regular walks. You, that that can't be stopped. Like they still need dogs, still need their walks because as I was saying about how dogs release dopamine how dogs help our stress levels. And how they help with anxiety. Like. You look at it this way. Dogs. Have been used. Not just as. I suppose. Guide dogs. In the last few years. But as. Assistance dogs. And therapy dogs. And. That's because of the. Positive. Effect that they have. On our mental health. And. We also. Have a very positive effect. On their mental health. Okay. If. If we're stressed. They pick up on it. But you still need to like give them the exercise you still need to play with them if you have a backyard take them out the back throw a tennis ball throw a football around for them for 20 minutes half an hour it will do them the world of good Millie uh, for example when she sees a ball and I don't think Millie's going to be seeing too many balls right now because she is absolutely wrecked Bruno on the other hand has woken up they're kind of uh, okay let's not show you that Bruno you can't be licking yourself while I'm on livestream. Nah. No. Uh, ah. <clears throat> but. They love playing with tennis balls. They love playing with footballs. Spooner, not so much with football. He loves the tennis balls. He loves to actually chew a ball to. freaking shreds. It's what he does with it. But. Regardless. He just. They love the running around. Like, he loves chasing me around the lawn and trying to trip me up and there's actually a very funny video on my facebook page if any of you have found something on facebook that um uh, somewhere along the way or on my instagram or something i him literally just knocking me to the ground blowing the universal limit but all these things dogs they, they need these things they need their exercise they need that interaction so be sure to give them that now if you have tested positive for COVID nineteen. First of all, may I wish you well and speedy recovery. Second of all, it is important that you do adhere to the HRC and government guidelines and avoid contact with other people. Still if your dog needs to go outside be sure to let them outside. Um there's been a lot of I suppose I I won't call it debate, but there's been a lot of people who have recently dropped their dogs off to shelters. Now, shelters, like for example in the McLimmick Animal Welfare, are already full to capacity. Putting this extra pressure on them when their fundraising is gone is just. Yeah, I. I part of me can understand why people are doing it because they're worried that no one's going to be able to look after the dog but if you have any bit of a back garden at all, if your dog needs to do his business, let him do his business out the back if you only have mild symptoms then allow the dog to run up and down the hall run up and down the house, chase him around the house if you are I suppose more severe symptoms which some people have got Then try to find a friend or neighbour without interacting with them who can actually look after your dog. So just obviously don't interact with them if you have tested positive. But try to find a way that your dog actually can be looked after by someone close, someone that they trust. Because again if you give up your dog to a shelter during this time that is the worst thing for a dog's mental health and the worst thing for, I suppose, their their well-being, if you ask me. Um, Like, dogs, obviously, they, they have feelings and emotions as much as we do. So it's important that we remember that and that we look after not just each other, but we look after our pets the same way that we have previously as well. Before this crisis there. Because look. This crisis will end. And if we all adhere to those social distancing guidelines. This will end quicker. Now. God I was hoping that would be a bit more positive. But it kind of wasn't. Uh, Somehow didn't stay positive. But. Okay. So let's go on to a positive thing. And let's look at fun things that you can do. With your pet. Now I just want to see. So, okay, so as Tim mentioned earlier, so, so you, could, you can play games with them. Uh, you can, you can you do fo- uh, make frozen treats with them. Fill a Kong toy with treats. And I've heard many pet owners and many pet shop owners, for example, say fill a Kong and freeze it. And this can be very beneficial for your stimulus. Uh, teach him the tricks this phrase that is there is oh god someone's coming over to say hello to everyone Bruno you gotta say hello you gotta say hello now Bruno is saying to me right now uh, I'm, I consider myself a bit of a dog whisperer but Bruno is saying to me right now he's hungry and where's my dinner isn't that right yeah and there is look look at this. Like it's there's nothing better than doggy cuddles and doggy kisses, isn't that right? Isn't that right? Hmm? Yeah. Just throwing up my laptop. <coughs> okay, so there's different games you can play. And let me try and bring up a list of this. I had a list actually earlier on, and where is that image? I had an image actually. Let me see. You must think I'm a disorganized person going, but like can, I'm not really. Here we go. Okay, so the list I have here. So, search game. So, okay, hide some treats and toys around the house. And make it a scavenger hunt for your dog. Here's a very interesting one. That oh yeah, by the way, but that make sure it's tiny, tiny amounts of food, and like not too much. Don't overfeed them. There's a game called a shell game. So place three plastic cups upside down on the floor, and hide a treat underneath one of the cups. Let the dog know what tree, what cup you've in the tree under, and then move the cups around while the dog watches the movements and see. Can he find a cup with his reward? Now, I've tried that with Bruno and Milly. And they just knock over all the cups and take the treats anyway. I mentioned frozen, frozen treats. Fill uh, a, a, a Kong, for example, with treats and freeze it. And once it, once it melts, then let your dog just enjoy... Uh, waiting for the ice to melt and the surprise that's inside there for him. So, basic commands obviously, he knows the um, the like your dog, he, she will uh know the basic commands or should know, like sit, stay. But now the time to actually do some reward based training. Try it with clicker training. Uh, I've used a clicker with Bruno and he actually listens to it. I just need to find where the clicker is. I think he hit it on me. And... Give the, give the dogs toys names. And train him. This is something I saw done with a collie before. Train him to actually fetch certain toys. By their names. This is actually. There was a collie. In. Somewhere in Europe. That knew the names of over 200 toys. Now collies are very intelligent dogs. Bruno um, maybe kind of okay and train a dog to pull away his toys into a box that's another one so these are some like interesting things you can do with your dogs I'm sure that people have other ideas too and if you have any other ideas be be sure to let us know and do be sure that you um, comment underneath the actual live stream on Facebook and Any ideas that you have, be sure to share this around. Everyone hopefully will like to see this. And, well, yeah. Okay, Uh, I suppose with the most important thing to take away from this. So I'm going to start wrapping up here. The important things to take away from this today. Right, first start dogs and cats, animals cannot spread coronavirus. This has been already shown and has been said by the world health organization by the cdc in america and many other health organizations around the world they all say the same things your pets cannot carry or spread coronavirus so all the fake news going around on social media regarding that your pets can actually spread this well look lads they can't they, your your pets can spread coronavirus. Make sure that you I won't say use your dog, but engage with your dog in this time. Your dogs need you as much as you need them, and well, vice versa, because you do need your dogs. Your dogs, dogs are fantastic for mental health, and. I do think that in my own experience and in the experience of so many others I've talked to. uh, From the experience of those who joined me during our mental health episode back in October. uh, You'd be sure to check that out. It's up on our website. Dogs have a wonderful effect on your mental health. Uh, If you're looking at getting a dog, specifically for this time, as Tim said just think very carefully that, about that because when the lockdown is over and you go back to work just think what will you do with that dog or that cat just think what will you do with that pet so just remember that if you are getting a dog it's, you have to be looking at the long haul not just temporary obviously find fun things to do with your dogs as well well I think I'm going to wrap it up with that and thanks to everyone who joined, thanks to everyone who listened in, uh, listening to our website. Remember our website is uh, thebigbark.ie, you can listen to all of our previous uh, podcasts on that. Our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash BarkingMad on the stroke IE. Our handle on Twitter is BarkingMad on the stroke IE as well. Well, on all those i think we're on youtube but i haven't a clue what the actual url is or anything i think it could be on the phone or millie's email address they have an email address if you want to email me with feedback email Dara at the big i always have to think of that one because i've changed my email address so many times and i would like to just say a huge huge thank you once again to dr tim corby from pep on Tim has been a huge supporter of our show since we started, and I am completely one hundred percent grateful for all the support that Pep Bond have given us and I do hope to reciprocate that and continue to support Pep bond as well so let's wrap it up on that last thing I would say is adhere to the social distancing guidelines listen to the advice that the government is giving you that the hrc is giving you that the world health organization is giving you just listen to our voice and i think respect humanity in this in this time because i think now that we've all been thrown so far apart with the likes of social distancing and You can't really see your friends or anything now. But it does seem to be bringing people closer together. And now the fact that it's been renamed physical distancing. You have to be physically distant. But socially let's all try and come together. I'm Daryl Burke. This has been The Big Back. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope to have you again soon. And folks, mind yourselves and look after each other. Thank you.